it wasn't easy, but ultimately they got their diploma. These are your graduates from different PTOT schools in the Philippines sharing their experiences, journey, as well as their tips and tricks to help you decide and get through with your college degree. This is the Grand Rivalida, PTOT schools in the Philippines, hosted by yours truly, AJ Aday. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Grand Rivalida. This is more of a pilot episode just to get things going. But rest assured, um, as I do this, I'll try to improve on the audio and the quality of interview that I'm be doing. And also look out for other graduates of different PT schools because I just might be messaging you. Um, besides that, our next guest is from my alma mater. Um, he's been a good friend of mine. Um, we talked about some things about extracurricular activities that's happening in the university, um, changes in the college, and as well as um, being in the real world and applying everything you know. So enjoy the first episode, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. The next guest is a close friend of mine. Uh, we went to the same PT schools, and I just gotta say we first year when we became really good friends and up to now being professionals i guess i'll just leave the mic for him and introduce himself to you guys right so hey guys uh my name is ralph murillo and i'm a graduate of de la Salle medical and health sciences institute i'm from batch 2018 where my good friend aj is from as well and I'm a licensed physical therapist, so PTRP. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the goals, man. The goals. That's the goal, man. I mean, for any, for any, for any college student who's a PT or an OT, that's the goal. Right? Um, why PT? Why did you choose it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, physical therapy. Actually, um, back in fourth year high school. You know, when we are still preparing for our college application, right? We yeah. always had this dilemma: Where am I going? What do what what field do I want to go to? Actually, I think a lot of uh, PTs could relate to this one. Of course, we all wanted to go to med. <laughs> yeah, first, right. That's yeah. a common people I interviewed. It's a pre-med. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I would ask for it. I would ask relatives. Even my parents would tell me, "Oh, you wanted to go to med? Well, you're the good." Pre-med course, you go to, well, the top pick was PT. So I'm like, uh, honestly, I didn't know anything about PT. It was kind of skeptical to me at first. But luckily, I took the risk. And there you have it. I, I, I went to PT. But choosing that to med school <laughs> changed over time, PTH. um with that uh with your selection of schools why did you end up going to la salle oh um well yeah i graduated from the medical health well it all goes back to my alma mater in grade school high school i graduated from the salvinos actually so you can see the trend or the pattern (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've been in La Salle my whole life, basically. But other than that, it's more of the familiarity. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Lasal has been known for its education as well and the standings in medical field. So yes. they're no stranger to the medical field. I think the familiarity is what I uh, often do. That's why I studied in GLSMHSI. All right. Um, can you share with us uh, that you think that's only specific to LaSalle PTs that other PT school doesn't have? I mean, does, if there is such any, and also the facilities that the university offers or the institute? Uh, with regards to the, yeah, the school-specific grade, of course, each school has their unique characteristics, right? Yes. But I would probably flex my school <laughs> in terms of its environment. I think all the DLS and HSI students could relate to it and how the school is very conducive in terms of um, uh, because of probably more trees in the school and vast space wherein anyone could study or possibly just you know walk around. It's like walking in the park, basically. Uh-huh. So the conduciveness of the environment is a huge plus for the school, and I think I think it's what enticed me as well into studying there. So as to the facilities, you know, uh, in, in each school they have the basic necessities. The yes. college provided that as well. In 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 my college, in our college, basically. Uh, all the materials or the, what do you call this, technological advancement have been provided first. And so, honestly, I couldn't complain because everything was there. <laughs> yeah, you, you get your money. You get what you pay for, right? It was. <laughs> you and I know. <laughs> we have to get what we pay for, right? <laughs> um... <laughs> We would end up complaining the whole time. We would, yes. We would, yes. Talk about we would. Good stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I guess uh, with previous um, people that I have uh, talked to, can you enumerate the facilities that is available for the student uh, that the student can access in the university? Well, um, first off, I think what this is what the HSI is also dragging about it. The school library that they have, uh-huh. they call it Dr. Romeo Arriniego Library. Yes. So that library is a three or four floor uh, fully air conditioned library wherein it's running from like 7 or 8 a.m. up to 10 p.m. So you can see that after school hours, students can still, students can still go there and study. Basically, it's occupied by med students, but, you know, undergrads can still go there and study, which I use, especially during board exams and yep. and the review day. Yeah. So, it, it's a very conducive environment, as I was talking about earlier, and it's a great way for you to study, because that's what we need. That's the stress that we have. We yeah. have to study more often, right? Yes. <laughs> and being a health professional, studying is probably a priority over eating. <laughs> <laughs> or probably the same. Or probably the same at the same time. Probably at the same time. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, other than the life of town, more of the the gym that we have, we call it Animal Center. That's where the the major events go. Uh-huh. And the graduation, the sample, the general assembly, anything important, any big gathering that involves the student body. And what else do we have there? It, it, you know, cafeteria. Every, sure. every, everything's there, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't have to go outside. I would. I mean, it would. Although, although, I mean, it wouldn't be a long walk either. I mean, it's a small campus, but everything's there. I would say it's a small campus, but uh-huh. you know, walking. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty tiring. Yeah. But either way, yeah, it's because because of the trees and the conducive environment. You wouldn't bother walking. Uh, um, sir, can I ask you, uh, is, are you Lasal Dasma or no? No, oh, that's a different campus, actually. Um, uh-huh. The Lasal University Das Marinas is different from the Lasal Medical and Health Sciences Institute. Although they're in the same, what do you call it, uh, avenue or like street, if you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. And they have the same brother president. However, they're two different campus, campuses. So, the LaSalle Medical Health Sciences Institute only caters the medical courses of LaSalle. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, in the LaSalle University, that's like the another LaSalle University campus wherein it has the business courses, the engineering courses, art courses and etc. Anything other than medical courses. So, so it's a uh, it's a bit safe to say that uh DLS MHSI is the medical campus of La Salle. Yeah, I mean in layman's term you could call it La Salle Med. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 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 the common confusion of someone who doesn't know the school yet. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I had to I had to put it on record. Um to I mean for future students that's uh applying or gonna be applying for within the institute and within the college. It's the I mean to save yourself from embarrassment or confusion of going to the uh-huh. LSUD and going to MHSI. Yeah, that's right. I think you, you and I encountered this back in college, like how people would ask, oh, where do you study? Oh, I study in ULS HSI. They'd uh-huh. be asking, Sanyon, where is that? So it'd be like, uh, oh, in Dasma. <laughs> and you know, blah, 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 blah. You know what we just end up saying? It's in the South Dasma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we're trying to break the stigma, right? Yes, yes. That's what, that was the down. point of my question. <laughs> <laughs> and, so the more you know, guys, yeah. the more you know. Uh, I mean, um, I guess other schools has the same thing for FEU, for UERM, right? I mean, it's not UE, but it's the RM and yeah, FEU. The, it's not the medical, like... Yeah, the medical side of UE. Exactly. Although it's University of the East, but, you know, they have different sector of it or campus. Yeah, actually, or, I've gone to, like, telling my family or friends that we... <laughs> We say we share the same name, but we don't operate like in just one whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like each of it 
each university has their own thing going on. And we have La Salle, pero it's the whoever organizes it or the brother president that we call it uh, different mm-hmm. for each campus. Yeah, that's right. That's great. That's a different um, yeah. Moving on, sir. Um, can you tell us uh, any extra curricular activities that is available to the students, um, such as orgs <laughs> or clubs? <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I would probably say a lot because this is, a, <laughs> this is the fun part. <laughs> you and I could relate to this one. <laughs> Is I um man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, extracurricular activities. Oh my god, I get this. Uh, back in probably first year college, I in in my college college of rehab in our college college of rehab and patient sciences, we have this you know uh, different orgs or clubs as we call it. So we've got the music club, the dance club, you know. The PT clubs and all, or org. Uh-huh. I was part of a, a what we call the band, or it was called Labyrinth. So, in every year, there's this the biggest, or probably the main event of the school body. It's what we call the Salian Days. Uh-huh. You pretty much know it, AJ. <laughs> so the Salian Days, uh, it's it, it, has activities like sports fest, the yeah, battle of the bands, as I was saying, battle of dance groups, uh, the awarding, and the much awaited pageantry. <laughs> Mr. and Miss HSI. Uh, Mr. HSI. Uh, yeah, apart from that, <laughs> so that's, uh, and when I was in first year, that's when I joined the battle of the bands. And fortunately, we, we won, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. It's very exciting. Now, uh, Fun fact, guys. <laughs> Your <Yeah>, boy <laughs> joined the pageant <laughs> back in third year college, so around 2015-2016. I joined the Veterans HSI, and guess who won? <laughs> hey, that's your uh, this year trivia for your interns, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, I talked through my interns. They'd be asking, "So that point is the one." <laughs> who, yes, yes, I know, guys. Please don't mention it. <laughs> yeah, let it be a fun fact. But back in college, that was our, that was my, you know, what do you call it, AD? <laughs> that was uh, that was our thing. That was our pride. Yeah, that, that was that was that was very pivotal to me because <laughs> it was college pride. Yes, we were battling out against different colleges, so. To be able to hold that means a lot for me in my college, for our college, basically. And uh, right after that, we we still hold the position, right? The spot? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Consistently. Yeah. And, yeah, so when when we were, after I joined the whole thing, the pageantry, the battle of the bands, I got the hang of the whole front stuff. I wanted to join the backside or the backstage people or what we call the production that's uh-huh. where I got the idea of being part of the whole organization thing Yes, and that's where I joined the student council we're in uh, you're the advocacy <laughs> right you're some yep, you're the purpose uh, you're the me 
I would say the muse. <laughs> <laughs> Me and AJ. <laughs> For partners in time. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, for people that's just listening, I don't think the batches now that um went through it, but there was a thing called Dindo Pondido that was given for for the first year. Well, before us, it was given to the first year and second years, but it was given to the first years, on which you it's a batch. It wasn't a batch effort, uh, to begin with, but it was more of a section. And that's where you have to create a play uh, of some Farfly. And then, but the long story short, uh, that's how Ralph and I really got close um, in terms of working together on technicalities of production to the point that we brought it to student council and he's being one of my officers. Yeah, dude. I remember, uh, yeah, basically Dindo, Dindo Pondido was all about showcasing awareness into persons with disability, yes. right? So in in producing that one, we have to have the technicality in the backstage stuff. And that's where me and AJ work together. And I think that's how we became best friends. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> we, were, we were fixing it. We were trying to make everything work at around 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> just so, see, you know, it just... It was a fun experience and, and, and memorable, I would Yeah, man. I mean, yep. it wasn't that. I probably won't even be talking to you right now. <laughs> That's right. And I think you wouldn't know what our future was about. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, but that's where I, I, I got appointed to. I also went to the student hostel and pretty much producing producing the events, making sure everything's organized and yeah, it, it, more more than the title of being part of the student council, it's it's the idea of organizing the whole activity and you know, it's nice to see that everything's going in order. Yes. So sir. that attitude or that bond with especially you, AJ, like, probably strengthened and possibly challenged, right? Yeah, there is some tough times, tough times, yeah, but... Yeah, we, we had our ups and downs yeah. with, with, with the whole college life, but here we are now. Oh, we're, we're, still, we're still good, yeah. <laughs> um, we just, just rub it off and you move on with life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, with that... uh. I'd say, what's your overall experience with school and the college generally during your stay? I would say it's very, yeah, it's memorable in a sense that that's where I probably matured as an individual and as a health professional because basically, LaSalle is who I am today, so... yeah. I would always be thankful, and especially to my college, because that's who I do deal with from day to day. My professors and my colleagues, my classmates. So we wow. got through it all, and we sort of encountered the ups and downs, as I was saying. Yeah. The value of learning and the experience that possibly gave me the 
in Carlos. A memorable was something I would say one of one person. Yeah. Um, I just would yeah. like to add, I mean, ask you, um, can you give us the whole process uh, in terms of getting into, well, in our time it was called HSI, uh, okay. now I'm HSI, uh, but the whole process of enrolling and getting your uh, get going to the college, um, was it difficult? Um, any tips, tricks that you did or any that you could share with us? Uh, I think it's the same process as different college application would go uh-huh. because each school has their own process, right? Yes. So you got to prepare your usual etc. And for Manila students, I mean, Manila residents like me, uh, <laughs> I came from Metro Manila. I live in Makati. Considering I would transfer to that month, it's, uh, it's not easy for me to go back and forth, right? So yes. I'd have to call them before going there to make sure I would prepare everything. So tips I would say for incoming students is to just Prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves for any requirements that they would ask you to do. And as for the college entrance exam, uh-huh. it's the same college entrance exam as other college would yeah. offer it. So for all the undergrads, no, no one could tell you how, what to prepare, right? Yes, because <laughs> anything can come out. So it's more of uh, just basic knowledge, and your possibly will to get into that school. Because you, you'll also be interviewed, by the way. That's uh-huh. part of their screening process. So the interview will possibly explain your intentions in going to the school. So, yeah, that's, that, that, that's my thing. Um, moving on to college uh, experience, uh, as to your overall college experience, can uh-huh. you... Tell us, for people that's listening, um, is the college easily approachable, difficult to approach? Uh, are problems that you may have easily resolved? Or what? Well... I mean, just to be transparent, even though I, I know the process, it's still <laughs> different from the outsiders. So, yeah, yeah. You know, for the sake of being transparent. Uh, each college, each batch has their own you know, differences. So, yeah. it's pretty hard for me to generalize the uh-huh. whole system or the whole process. But in terms of my time, uh, I would say that each batch, we're like, you know, we would say that we were a test <laughs> test batch, right? <laughs> in, in terms of the teaching, the learning style, yeah. the materials that were given so I would say it was challenging uh-huh. in a sense that some problems weren't addressed the same way some problems were fixed after we finished the whole process yes so it's yeah I would say trust the process so 
<laughs> anything that you encounter in college is a is a learning learning process. As I keep saying, so I think I think you just have to go through it all. <laughs> just have to see it I, for yourself. Yeah, there's there there there's a system that we go through in terms of raising our concerns in terms of the college up to the yeah. the um, from the student body to the college to the institution. Uh huh. Thank God I never encountered any problems for me. Uh, <laughs> um, moving on into being specific, uh, how would you uh, rate your experience with the classrooms um, in terms of uh, what is provided in the classrooms um, physically and also the professors that are uh, teaching us? In terms of the classroom setting, I think I'd give it an eight, eight over ten, <laughs> eight point <laughs> five. Uh, mostly because we have we are divided by section, right? Yes. So in these sections, uh, it's a more what do you call this specific learning, and of course the lesser ratio would mean more uh, time for learning and more key points. So that kind of helped me in my college years in learning that we were divided in sections so that we could focus more on the topics. And I would say why I would give it an 8.5, possibly it's the batch lectures that we were oh, encountering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was a challenge at the same time, a learning process. It was a batch effort. <laughs> Yeah, to to get to get the rooms, I mean, uh-huh, there you uh-huh. still have the you still have the custodians, uh, our kuyas that we call, but then yeah, yeah. if you really wanna get through it, you gonna wanna go home early. The batch has to move. I mean, you guys have to move the chairs. You have to help this and that. Uh, yeah. In terms of the <laughs> blocking of the chairs, yeah. we had to adjust at some point because. You know that we have to make do with what we have, right? Yeah. So I would say that's the on of the classroom setting, possibly uh-huh. uh, the batch lecture, wherein we kind of squeezed up in a room. Yep. And many things to consider: as the aircon, the seat, is they're comfortable enough for us to study. I would say I wasn't comfortable because I was big enough for the chair. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I guess I was, for the record, um. I mean, you could agree or disagree. After our time, or during the time that our batch was going through the board review, the lecture hall got renovated uh, in a way the, they modernized it or in a way to make it more accommodating for us. Yeah, see, see what I mean when we were the best batch. Yeah. Every batch is the best batch because... You know, the college always wants to improve year by year. Yes. So, possibly our concerns uh, weren't fixed at that time being, but it's more of a paid forward. The next batch yeah. better. So, yeah, let's give let's give it to the college because they can't just fix it. They can't just fix it in one time, right? Yeah. I mean, for the, uh, for the record again, I was able to utilize it 
um, more than you guys did during my board review. Um, and there's the usual technicalities. If the if Kuya wasn't there to fix the mic, it was just whoever knows uh, helps out who, the lecturer to do the mic and fixing it just to get on with it. But yeah. I mean, whoever uh, is gonna enroll and see it for themselves, uh, it was different than onto what we have encountered. Yeah, it's it so, got better in a way. Mm, uh, I would say it's better now. Yeah, than it was before. So looking yeah, forward you, to you it. You guys have it easier, <laughs> <or> better <laughs> once you get there. Um. Next up, what can you say about the professors? Uh, with well, with the I, experience, overall experience with your professors that you have encountered. Yeah, I would call them mentors because uh-huh. you know they they are the professionals and they are the ones who will teach people what the real world is. So they're like, yeah, they're nurturers basically. So I'd always pay their respect, give them props. There will be some lapses as to possibly this teacher, this professor is better than this one, uh-huh. has a better character. But honestly, everyone has a goal of making me learn. So I think it's good that the professors that we have right now is also a, a, a graduate of the same school because that's a great way of that professor to adjust to the student. Yeah. Because same school and same experiences, right? Yes. So they would know what the students need and what they learn best. And of course, they, 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 could, they could tell you a thing or two about the real world. So yeah, I would say the professors in HSI are good or very helpful. Um, can you uh, share with us, um, your internship experience as for the distribution or the decking of uh, for the affiliated clinics, hospitals that you were in, um, were there uh, any biases or that you know mean inconsistencies that you'd experience, and also um, what you have learned with it and the key tick. Uh, key takeaways that you had uh, but not really I guess what I'm trying to do with like internship it's whoever is gonna go through internship it's like a surprise and that surprise is really good in a way but I guess tell us but not telling us too much of the experience well uh, for me internship back when I was an intern I think okay I would give it out for myself so that Internship made me decide that I want to be a physical therapist for my whole life. Uh-huh. Because that's where the clinical practice goes. Because, of course, when you're studying college, that's the foundations, right? Theoretical. Yes. The applications or the clinical concepts will be in internship. So, there's a reason why I didn't want to go to med <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Because internship got me. I would say in terms of the rotations, I'm. I this is one of the things I would be thankful for in Lasal 
because the affiliations or the schools that were given to us were, I would say, were the biggest, I guess. One uh-huh. of the biggest PPE clinics, hospitals, uh, rehab centers. So I'm very thankful because those centers have these specific patients that I have never encountered before, and it's a very it's a very good learning pro- learning process for me. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of distribution of the rotation, case to case basis, it's it's a batch, it's a batch thing. So I will never be. I'm kind of thankful that it was given randomly, so that the element of surprise goes there. Yeah. Because if you choose your rotation, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't know the good thing or the bad thing in another setting, right? Yeah. Because if you're, if you're placed in a bad rotation or possibly you would say that you didn't like that rotation, you would say that at least I learned something. At least I know now that this is not going to work for me. At least I know what's going to be best. At least I know my weakness because that's where you're going to learn in a internship. You'll, you'll know your weakness. You'll, you'll know your strength. You'll know your field. Yes. So in terms of Irritations. I think for me it was well distributed and I got yeah, I think it honed me and it made me realize what I really wanted to do and what fields I wanted to go in. So internship is played a possibly the pivotal yeah, it, it's pivotal for me in my profession at the PT. Um with that how would you uh, rate or, I mean, summarize the overall learnings and knowledge you have uh, gar- gathered throughout your college, uh, first, year to sec- uh, first year to fourth year internship, going into your board exams and into what you are now as a clinician? Um, was it adequate uh, or... Were there things that were lacking? Mm, in, yeah, com- coming from as, as a college student, going to the real world as we were speaking, I would say that the foundations don't matter. Like your first year, the fourth year, me, uh, school will always be the ones that make you will cling on to because internship, that's a different process, you're more of a clinical, the first year, the fourth year, the theoretical, when you go to the board exams, you're back with the theoretical stuff. Well, you'll have the clinical practice, but it's an exam. You'll still have to study for it, right? So, coming into the real world, I would say, uh, that's where the tricky part comes in, because you're dealing with patients. If you're not dealing with patients, you're probably in the academe. You're still, you still have to learn. You still have to go through the process of knowing the 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 science behind everything. Yeah. Of course, you're handling patients. You can't you can't go you can't go treating someone you don't know or you don't know the case. At the same at the same time, you don't want to teach students that you don't know. So it all leads to going back to your foundation that you still have to learn it. And honestly, if if not all, 
uh, I would say that your study, the books, honestly, until now, uh, as a clinician, I still go back to my books, like the foundation books. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what we call it, the therapeutic exercise book. I, I still go back to that because that's the foundation and the clinical concept and the protocols that you would follow. So everything that you learn in PT will always be applied in the real world or in the board exam. So my advice for first-year students or incoming PTs is just learn everything you can learn. Uh-huh. Take, take it in. May it be important or not because you'll never know when you need it, actually. Possibly that's one of my regrets, I guess. <laughs> I just studied the important part. Now, <laughs> you need I would the have basics. to go back. It's like, <laughs> I can't remember this one, but I'd have to read it again. Yeah, yeah but who's perfect, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I guess moving on, the, the ultimate questions that I always ask people that I interview or come across with, in your own word, in your own words, what is PT? Hmm. So PT in your own words. I would say I guess I'd say it for the OTs as well. PTOT. I would say we're like the unsung heroes for persons with disabilities. Honestly, because you know, we help them uh, we always say that we always help them go back to their activities of daily living, of their basic function. We're more than, you know, massage therapists, the stigma tells mm-hmm. us. And as to the ones taking care of persons with disabilities, we just help them get back to their normal state. And yeah, not all heroes wear capes. Some of them, <laughs> some of them, Make you exercise. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So we're the unsung heroes of with Um, I guess um, the last part of this uh, interview, do you have any closing remarks for anyone that's thinking of enrolling and as well as, you know, for anyone that's currently, uh, I guess, in our university that's thinking of quitting or whatever, any motivational words that you have for them? Uh, what do you call it? I mean, I let's break it down. I mean, the, your words for your the for anyone that's thinking of going to uh, MHSI for PT. The, the hard truth about it in, in PT is that it, it's very underrated. You may not have the best credit as other professions would give credit to. Yeah. But the results are rewarding, to be honest. Uh, the, the patients that you help or the people that you you help, that's the reward itself. So it's very, it's an underrated profession, actually. That's why I chose to be a physical therapist because I like the... I like to be the, as I said, I want to be the front. I want to be the back people. So <laughs> I wanted to help those who are in the lowest of their time. So it is a very hard course in terms of, yeah, we're underrated and we're less known. But the results are rewarding. So you guys just have to find 
the most or find find fun out of what you have. Uh-huh. And never give up, guys. <laughs> it's all the process. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel if you feel that way. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, wow. I mean, it was lengthy. <laughs> uh, I try not to be biased with this. Um... Thank you so much, bro. Uh, like yeah, I said, we back. were we were good friends since the beginning, and yeah, I couldn't think of anyone to uh, ask to be part of this than you. Uh, yeah. We I, always help our profession, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I'll end it. But any uh, lastly, do you have anything that you want people to follow on you? Any social media <laughs> that you? <laughs> I mean, or baka tiktok ka na. <laughs> well, uh, with this, uh, in lieu of the COVID thing, God, I'm not just doing tiktok. <laughs> but, I guess my personal social media, I guess you will be, you'll just post it na lang, AJ. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. I, I mean, for anyone that would like to ask you for more questions or how to be Mr. HSI, right? <laughs> <laughs> or for any future uh, free points for their merits for your interns. <laughs> so much for fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, stay on the line. I'll just pause the recording, yeah, and I'll sure. get back to you. Hey guys, this concludes our first ever episode. Thank you for listening up to this point. And for any graduates out there from PTOT schools and wants to be part of the program, please message me i'll be glad to have you and if you're listening via youtube please like and subscribe so you could get more episodes coming down and spotify please follow that and thank you again um this is just you know a brainchild of my boredom during the quarantine and just doing something positive with it so i'll see you guys stay safe stay at home